Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Chelsea, the Chelsea podcast. Forever young tonight with Jeff Young on the show. Forever young, I like Andy that. Saunders <laughs> and uh, Kerry down the line in the country. Kerry, hello. All right, mate. I'm all right, thank you, Phil. How are you? I'm all right, mate. How are you? I'm all I right, just mate. That, didn't I? <laughs> it's all it's all very nice here, especially with three points in the bag. Yeah, we're top of the league now, aren't we? Oh, we were top of the league anyway, weren't we? We've only ever been top of the league. Was you crapping yourself yesterday? I have to say, it's the first time this season, as Andy will testify to, that I admit that I did get very nervous. I had to stop texting him because he was getting on my nerves. Well, you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you didn't go to Hull and back then I yourself. Didn't, I didn't go to Hull and back. Nice. No. I like that as well. Okay. It's good. Um, no, Kerry was getting very frightened on the texts. And it was actually, it was pervading my mood. So I blanked him. I blanked him. I wouldn't blame I don't blame him, but there we are. No, it was, um, yeah, I mean, what a difference a week makes, though, because, you know, last week we were in here, we had two draws, PSG and Southampton. World wasn't looking so great. But, you know, now we are uh, three points in the bag. It wasn't the most comfortable of experiences, but we're three points in the bag. And, um, you know, things are looking rosy again. Six points clear with a game in hand. Um, and QPR and Stoke to come. So, you know, there's all lots of good reasons to be hopeful and thankful, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there is. I, I just think, you know, the way we played, all of a sudden we're making it look like a couple of years ago when, man, you won it with a bad side because everyone else was crap. Now, all of a sudden, we're just making really hard work of it and everyone else is crap. <laughs> so, Shall we, we have a look at the team that came out? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Guys. So, so two changes from the side that drew with Southampton. Uh, Felipe Luis in for Az Piliqueta and Ramirez in for Oscar. Fabregas pushed forward into the number 10 role. When you saw the team, any thoughts when you saw it? Philip? Um, e- I always look, I always think, oh, we're one short somehow. There should be <laughs> <laughs> I always think there should be another person. Where is that person? So I think we need to buy one more player because I think if Oscar's playing or Ramirez's playing, I'm looking for, hold up. We're still one short. We're then. still one yeah. short, you know. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Kerry, when you saw the team? Any, any massive surprises for you in there? I mean, obviously, Dave not getting a game was a little bit of a surprise, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, well, whether that maybe he's got a bit of a niggle, because I, th- I think there was a point, you, you know, uh, when before you cut off all communication, there was a point where we were talking about maybe Dave had come on at half time, but maybe he had a knock or something. Um, but, you know, the, the side, you know, as we've talked about, doesn't vary very much now. So 
there, there weren't any real surprises. I suppose the one thing is that we're seeing less and less of Oscar at the moment. Um, well, he, and came, he came on, didn't he, for, for Ramirez after 61 minutes. Didn't really influence the game. Um, no, because they've got But you that. said to me, I sent you a text, and you said to me, he can't do any worse, which was almost praise from you. Well, it was praise, nearly. <laughs> I mean, they've got that lofter sit-on-your-ass cheek, hey. haven't they, um, that just sort of warms the bench. Well, he's been talked about a lot by Mourinho this week. Mourinho's been, uh, he's been in Mourinho's thoughts, and he said, essentially, that to play at this level takes an awful lot. There's a lot of pressure, and he thinks the boy will be ready next year. He said he's going to figure in pre-season, and he will get games I next know, the year. problem is, because at the moment, it's a bit... Uh, we're a, bit, a little bit all over the place, aren't we? We're having we to are. scrap these games. We are. I think maybe the, him coming on and trying to sort of take his time and it's not that sort of game. You've just got to sort of throw yourself into it a bit, haven't you? Yeah, and he, but he, you know, and he has a bit of experience he is playing make, some of these guys. He is making a lot of good noises about Loftus-Cheek for next season, though. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's fine. I mean, the, the thing for me is, that particularly in the second half, yet again, we seem to have tons of possession. We're up their end, as it were, but we're not making enough great chances. Well, we had three shots the on target. The creativity is n- not nil. That's unkind, but it's not great. Three shots on target, three goals. Yeah, they had nineteen shots on target. Uh, nineteen shots. Eight well, they on had target. nineteen attempts. Yeah, nineteen attempts, eight on target. Yeah, but out, you know, we showed our class. I mean, no, those two goals. I mean, the first two goals were first amazing. two goals were fantastic, and the third goal. Let's face it, he should have just buried the bloody thing. Yeah, how it, he you know, how he managed to. Bit. Yeah, I mean, God forbid. Well, it the thing in. like, well, in Remy's, in Remy's. Uh, uh, Looking after Remy a bit, he smashed one last week, didn't he? Yeah, it should have scored last week, and they our the keeper saved it. Yeah, and all that maybe yeah. just you know. But listen, the result means that we need 19 points from a possible 27. That's nine games to win the league, assuming others don't drop points. And if that's the case, and we win our next six games, we can li- win the league against Liverpool at home on the 9th of May. Wouldn't How nice that, would that be good? Nice? Yes. Well, no, that would be fantastic. More than anything else, because you can imagine the abuse that Gerard will get that day. But apart from that, you know, uh, funny enough, a, f- a few weeks ago, I looked at um, all the matches coming up, and I did actually say to a couple of mates, that's going to be the day we win it. And it's, it's this home game against Liverpool. I think people there'll be a bit of droppage of points here, there and everywhere amongst all the top teams. And I think that will be the day we could nail it. Yeah, um, you know... We've lost just two of our last 17 Premier League away I mean games. This, We've got the tough away games coming up. Yeah. I think we'll be fine in. I mean, assuming um, we beat Leicester, this nine points, it doesn't give us the luxury of dropping nine points. But God forbid we lose to Liverpool, Man U and Arsenal. We're, I still think we're going to win the thing. But it does give us the luxury of drawing against Liverpool, Man U and Arsenal, which oh, we're yeah, more than yeah, capable yeah, of doing. That's you know. oh, well, and for and sure. all this is assuming, that, as you say, other teams don't well, draw Well, I think Man United have got to yeah. play Man City or whatever. Yeah, they have Arsenal got to play Man City. They've got to play Liverpool. I don't know. They've all got to play each other as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean about right. a bit of point droppage here, there and everywhere. But, um, yeah, I, I'm still not uh, worried about us not Kerry, got anything to say from the line. toilet? Well, here in the toilet while I ruminate. Um, oh, too oh. much detail. <laughs> no need for that. It's, don't take me seriously. Um, I actually wanted to... There was just something that I, I picked up on. We mentioned Gerard there briefly. Um, and it's slightly getting away from things, but... 
this kind of persecution complex that Jose has managed to instill in us all. Um, the fact that Gerard's been called a gentleman for being um, so gracious about his stamp and admitting it was wrong, whereas Costa is still accused of thuggery. And I'm, I just don't quite understand why Gerard is not being vilified because he blew his team's chances. Um, and yet people still keep making reference to the ugly side of Chelsea. He's not, he's not vilified because all the pundits on Sky were ex-Liverpool or are ex-Liverpool players. Yeah, no, it's an absolute joke. And uh, he's just not a pantomime villain. That's but the thing. Also, he doesn't fit the pantomime villain box that the media want Costa to fit. Uh, That's uh, the problem. Media, that was going to be my next point. Somebody put a really great thing up on Facebook today, one of those two-picture jobs, and it was six back pages when Diego got sent yeah, off. That, yeah. And six back pages today. And it was all, oh, Stevie. Whereas the other thing was Diego hang, draw and quarter him. You know, it was all that. But he's only got little chicken legs, really, Diego, hasn't he? Yeah. He ain't got much. (laughs) (laughs) But but as as a lot of people have pointed out, the Gerard thing is a fiasco. I don't give a monkeys about the apology. The only bloke he never apologised to was the bloke he stamped on. I totally agree. You know, it's like, come on. There is no conspiracy, though, Jeff. There is no conspiracy against us at all. No, allegedly. Yeah, but all I'll ever remember Stevie for is the stamp and the slip. Stamp and the slip. (laughs) Yeah. Born slippy. Yeah. Well, he's only got five games left now because he's going to be out for three games. He's only got five games left. You know, so yeah. he's, he's an idiot. We move on. Um, <laughs> we, um, we have, we've only lost one league game in 2015. You know that. That's yeah, but what was good was yesterday winning a game. I think we'd kind of, uh, uh, psychologically, yeah. we well, kind of absolutely. didn't know how to win anymore. Well, of those, of those nine games, six wins and three draws. I mean, and it is the draws that's been hurting us, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Every time we look as though we could just kill it off, we draw. Yeah. You know, Southampton was a huge anticlimax, of course, and, you know, disappointment of PSG. Yeah, Burnley, God forbid. The one good thing about yesterday, what I did like, was it looked like Fabregas was pinging those balls over the top of the defence for Costa to run onto again. Got another assist. Yeah. Which we yeah, haven't assist. been doing. You know, we just stopped doing yeah. completely. Mm. And it I thought he looked good, Fabregas, yesterday. Of all the players, I know, I know that he probably didn't put a shift in as much as people would like him to. But he, as you say, he was starting to create again. I mean, these, you know, this... this op- get near Acosta. Well, we talked about it last yeah. week, didn't we? These Opta stats that people put up about the second half of the season, and it's become this kind of ongoing thing about it's Fabregas. It's a bit of a stigma for him at the moment. Yeah, it goes, he goes to sleep in the second half of the season. Well, he's creating again. He's creating assists again. He created in the Carling Cup final. He created yesterday. Yeah. You know, he's looking like he can unlock things again. What I liked about Costa yesterday, was he was putting it about a bit, wasn't he? It was a sly little kick on the goalkeeper. Couple of afters at corners. I mean, he's he's not giving he up. Was he was being Diego then, wasn't he? Well, yeah, a thug. And now, oh, <laughs> lordy, you're never going to take that. Not out. Not with him chicken legs. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he gets hamstring problems, <laughs> eh? <laughs> yeah. Should we get our producer to write chicken legs down for the title of this podcast? Exactly, it's already yeah. the title, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So talking about Diego, though, 19 goals in 23 games in the league this season, five in his last six. I mean, you know, the boy's been an amazing signing, hasn't he? Yeah, fantastic. And it's great to see him back on the score sheet again on a regular basis. I think that's seriously important. And, uh, yeah, what can you say? I mean, he's a funny-looking player, though, isn't he? You, he, you he is a funny what, You think, oh, Gordon Bennett, he's gone and lost it again. Well, do you know what? <laughs> I was just going to say that. Sometimes you watch him with the ball at his feet, and when he runs at someone, you just know he's not going round that defender, and you think sit there sometimes and think, 
this bloke's actually not a very good footballer. And then he goes and scores a goal like he did on Sunday, which I thought was really brilliantly taken. And then he'll do something with uh, amazing with his feet, where he'll just, you know, nutmeg someone. Yeah, exactly. And That's I what I mean. mean. It's, it's, it's completely off the hook. You know, he one is. minute he's like... He usually wants to just go straight through them. That's, yeah. That's yeah. the best bet, isn't yeah. it? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, that's all good, definitely. It'd be interesting to see how good or... I say good, I mean, how bad the injury is. Oh, it makes me laugh. We've already had him dragged out of the Spain squad, so that's, well, that's good. What I mean. It makes you laugh, yeah. doesn't it? Ten minutes from the end of a game, Spain game's coming up, <laughs> and all of a sudden he comes Diego's off. got the limp. He's got, a He's limp, got the limp on. Yeah. Funny that. Mind it? you, we did need him on the pitch. It was 2-2 when he came off. Yeah. Obviously it was because, well, you know, come of the hour, Remy come comes on. Man. Yeah. You know, Loic Remy. Pulled you know, away beautifully from the defender, didn't he? He did, he did. He put himself in a great position. I mean, he kicked the floor again like he scored that goal when he injured himself. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, you know, it's uh, almost kicking the floor, shanking it a little bit. Did the goalkeeper, I think, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got four goals uh, in his last four Premier League appearances against Hull. I mean, you know, they are very much his bunny, aren't they? Good stuff. Um, I think he's a very good player. And I think, he'll, you know, if Costa gets injured, I think he'll do a good job if he gets three or four games for us. Yeah. I don't think we'll, we won't suffer with him I don't at think all. So, at all. He's a very different player to Costa. He's a six-yard box predator, isn't he? Which Costa isn't. And, you know, he hits that six-yard box. And Costa wouldn't have been there. He wouldn't have been in that position for that goal that he scored. Costa would have been either on Costa the edge of the box. Somehow he's a Costa more would have been three or four yards forward. Yeah. He's a bit more of a natural in that, you know, an old-fashioned way. He, he scores, I mean, Costa's... He just finds a space, doesn't he? He finds yeah. a space and yeah. he, you get it in. He hasn't got the, the sheer brutality to hold the ball up that Costa's got, but he's no. great in the He's a bigger box. bloke than he looks. He, uh, he seemed, yeah, I thought he was a bit of a tit. Well, stand, standing next to Eden Hazard in the post-match. <laughs> he looked, big, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he yeah, looked exactly. hedged, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let's talk about Hazard. I mean, he scored in his last three premiership uh, meetings with Hull. I mean, what a goal that was. What a start. Oh, yeah. We must Fantastic have been sitting there start. thinking... This is going to be easy. Two goals in ten minutes. Well, we were. I was, I'd cracked I was open the non-alcoholic beer. I was, there I was you sitting go. there celebrating. That's it. Sending nice texts to Kerry. Yeah. Well, for a while. Until yeah, got, exactly. Until he got on my yeah. nerves and I had to block him. Yeah, yeah but they were attacked. <laughs> but as soon as they started attacking, it was like, ooh, they could score it. Ooh, they could score it. Ooh, I they... It was, it, I found it interesting the way they went about the game. In the first half, when they were in it, really, it was this whole thing. They were just launching it forward. There wasn't too much football. They were launching it forward. And our lot at the back were all over the shop. Mm, yeah, well, I mean, we have to talk about Ivanovic, I think, who has been amazing this season. I mean, not just for his uh, goal-scoring exploits and assists, but for his defending, he's been brilliant as well. But yesterday, he did have a bit of a mare, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Uh, he, was, he played the boy on side for that initial one-on-one that uh, Thibaut Courtois saved brilliantly. He was playing the man on side. And then for the goal, the first goal, God just walked through him. And then he didn't have the pace to get him back. And then Philippe, Felipe Luis at the back post, where was he? Well, no, when you talk when about Felipe Luis being on another planet, when you, know you said I mean? he's a little bit on a lover planet, I think yeah. he, he's a very good player, but he don't seem to have clicked clicked in with a back four yet. When you said um, Ivan didn't have a great game yesterday, I didn't think really any of the back four covered themselves in glory yesterday. No, I thought JT was solid, but he wasn't. Yeah, JT was okay. Port Matic didn't have a good game either, did he? Really, he didn't cover. No, I didn't think his penetration was very good. He didn't seem to get forward. You know. Too He's got much. a difficult job, I think. He seems to be a little bit on his own with Ramirez at the moment. I don't think him and Ramirez works. No. 
I don't think Ramirez <laughs> is a holding midfield player, and 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 so I, d I don't think it works. And nobody loves Matic more than me, but hold my hands up, he didn't have a great game yesterday. But I do think he's doing the work of two men there, and you know he needs someone next to him. At least when Fabregas is next to him, he sits deep and he. Well, he stuck up. him on the wing in the second half more, didn't he? Yeah. He stuck him out wide and brought Willen in. Who didn't have a great game either? No, he, did was, he? he was quiet. I yeah. mean, he was quiet. I've got, I've got a question for you guys. Do you think, when you think about how we played in the first 10 minutes of that game yesterday, do you think at the moment we're a bit shackled by Mourinho? Do you not think he should be letting these boys play with a little bit more freedom? I think there's something to be said for that. I do think it's all about not losing. It's about not losing yeah, with Mourinho. Yeah, you know, cool. I'm not criticising anyone. No, no. It's one of my usual, what do you think about no, this, it's, boys? It's something, you know? it's something we've discussed a lot. You know, I think he does set out not to lose. Um, and I think he, w he thinks we have enough going forward that will nick the goals. I don't think he does. He doesn't play a Brendan Rodgers, everybody forward type of game. Thank Christ for that. You know, we, absolutely, because that way lies madness. But, you know, sometimes I think, for example, I, I mean, I think I sent... I think I sent you a text afterwards when we'd scored going, please don't sit back. Let's not sit back now. Let's go and take the advantage. Then and on did. comes Zuma. And we sat back, you know. And if Mikel had been on the bench, he would have put him on. I mean, he just does it, doesn't he? He just sits mm. back. And I think it does invite pressure. But, you know, he puts his confidence in the players and says the players are good enough and strong enough and have enough game intelligence to manage the game from here. So, you know, it's, I mean, you've got to trust him, haven't you, really? Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, uh, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, they, obviously, Steve Bruce had sussed that we, we, we're not blessed with pace at the back. Oh, yeah. And with a quite a high line, which we yeah, play. Uh, hence it, the we, ball over the top all the time. Bang, you know. Go on, chase top. that. And, you know, that's where we come unstuck a bit, didn't we? 74 seconds between Hull's first goal and their second. And let's talk about the second goal. I mean, Thibaut Courtois. Well, he bit just of a brain blew fade. it, didn't he? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, mean, Ivanovic didn't help him, did he? No. No, he didn't. But then the boy, you know, Thibaut should have just shanked it in the Rosette or whatever. But he'll do it next time, probably. Yeah. It was yeah. on his wrong foot. He'll have to make that his right foot. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It well, it wasn't good. But you, know, you, I think you I can't account for that. I mean, if, if he hadn't made that mistake, I think we would have weathered the storm gone on to win possibly 3-1 maybe even 4-1 I don't know it would have been a bit more comfortable I think than it ended up being Kerry you and me had a conversation this morning about that didn't we and we said that actually I don't mind that so much somebody making a horrendous error well people do that you know that's football that happens I'm more concerned about the first goal where it was a, just a bit of a, uh, a nonsense at the back where three or four players made errors you know when one player does a horrendous thing you have to hold your hands up sometimes and go well that just happens that's just an anomaly yeah. but when there's an absolute you know William and Vanovic tackle each other Luis doesn't pick up the man at the back post nobody's in the middle that's a problem you know and yeah, that, that I, concerns I, me more I think you're right and I think we also said this morning that we are making mistakes that we made in the first few weeks of the season against Leicester and Burnley. You know, like last yesterday, man gets through straight down the middle because we're playing such a high line. And as you keep pointing out, playing such a high line is really difficult when you haven't got any pace. And, yeah. um, you know, drop it over the top of our two central defenders somebody gets through. And luckily, we haven't actually been caused that problem as much as we could have been this season. But I think the worrying thing for Mourinho, and I don't think there's anything much he can do about it this season because of the personnel he's got, is that we are making the same mistakes as we were making in week one. And that's a problem with the whole of that defence. Maybe it's Courtois not talking enough to them, but ultimately I'm not certain that four... It's quite gelling in the right way, and we don't hold, hold the line very well. 
I do. Um, I was quite surprised not to see Zuma on the pitch, actually. I thought Zuma for Cahill might have been a choice yesterday because what you can say about Ado Hernandez, he's quick, he's rapid, as he proved when the ball went over the top. And I did think the line was a little bit too high. Well, a lot of these... We weren't compact. A lot of these teams that ain't so great go and buy really lightning quick. A lot of them have got lightning quick players. I mean, like... Palace, yeah. like you know, the Southampton, they, they get lightning quick players to to zip past you. Yeah, and you know they're great, Cahill and um, Terry, when they got time or last ditch. Yeah, they're great yeah. at those two. Or they're not that high up the pitch. Yeah, they're great at all that. But when it's like when there's someone on their shoulder and balls are going behind them, that's when it's tricky. Well, you look at the players that have caused us problem this year, Sterling. Scored against us. Hernandez yesterday. Mane for Southampton. These are all rapid players. Um, and it is a bit of a pattern. And, he, you know, I can understand why he wants to push up. He wants to play football in their half. Um, but, you know, he, he, should have, he shouldn't have been so high against a player like that. Yeah. And also what he said yesterday was interesting. Is he drilled the team thinking that Hull would play free at the back. And actually, they played four at the back. And he said yeah. he had to change it halfway through the turn. So, you know, the, the players were it's a little like bit... It's like Father Christmas, didn't Steve they, Bruce, did they, isn't he? Did yeah. they not start <laughs> three at the back? No, they started four at the back. Oh, and, OK. And I he, thought he started with three, went two nil down yeah. and then changed it. No. And, okay. um, you know, Mourinho said, look, we'd spent all week working to three at the back and then he changed it, you know. Yeah. So, so, you know, I don't know whether that's got anything to do with it. We had 58% possession. Um, Passing-wise was interesting. 543 passes to their 394. Well, I'm not surprised because... Especially in the second half, it was one-way traffic, really, in the big scheme of things. We only won 67% of our tackles, and, and I think that was noticeable, wasn't it? And we, a much higher percentage in recent We weeks. look a bit... Yeah. S- we're a bit soft, don't we? Yeah. In but that uh, way, but, not, you know... Not, win, not winning the second the balls. The one injury we don't want is Hazard, because he is our everything, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, well, he doesn't look like getting injured. Touch wood. I mean, I don't want to jinx it. I'm touching wood. But, you know, he's got, he's got that kind of like, you know, sort of weeble effect where he wobbles, but he doesn't go down. You know, he's, he's, got, he's got that kind of robustness about him. I mean, he's yeah. been so fouled this year. He's still the most foul player in the Premiership, if not Europe. And he gets up every time, doesn't complain, doesn't roll around. Well, thankfully, the way he approaches the game and the way he goes around people, he's, he's going around them and he's really, really close to them. And they're nudging him and he's going down. He's not... I don't know if he's getting kicked as much as he could be. It's it's more of he a, a nudge here and a trip there. I mean, obviously, he's, fouled, he? he's taken a couple of bad ones. There's no doubt about it. But the way he goes down a few times, I mean, he's not getting kicked to smithereens, thankfully. But um, you know what? Somebody could get him before the end of the season, no doubt. Well, by the way, Andy, one matter had a good game, didn't he? Yeah, he didn't do anything defensively, though, did he? Did all right, though, didn't he? Did all right. <laughs> I'll tell you what, when it's muck and bullets and in the trenches, you don't want Wayne Matter on the uh, Do you want Oscar then? I'd have rather had Oscar. <laughs> I would rather have Oscar Phil's in. Listen, Phil is in. That's not even an <laughs> argument, <laughs> Philip. <laughs> Phil, it's not even God an argument. Dear, I dear. We had this time. thing every other day. <laughs> <laughs> Who starts it? Do I, did I start that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, two great goals from Wayne Matter. I thought he was excellent. He yesterday. was, yes. and I love the guy. but you know, the He loves him now, Kel. The system, the, the, the <laughs> system that we play does not suit Wayne Matter. And he won't do it every week. He All won't. Right. He won't. All right, then. But, you know, good, good luck to that. Agent Matter was activated yes. yesterday. Yeah. Love the guy. He's a lovely guy as well. Mm. You know, but there you go. Should we talk about um, having, you know, sort of scraped through a, 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 a grateful three points? Can we talk about Chelsea under-18s for a second? Well, I'd love to talk about the under-18s. Uh, they got through to the semi-final. Uh, sorry, to the, no, the final. final. The final. They played the semi-final, second leg, yeah. uh, on Wednesday night at Stamford Bridge. They were 2-0 down 
after the first leg to Tottenham. Well, it sounds like we w- might have won this. Well, they were 2-0 down for Tottenham. Then they went 3-0 down. 1-0 on the home leg. Yeah, and then we ended up winning 5-4 on aggregate. And uh, it was a brilliant, brilliant performance. And that is uh, fourth year in a row that we've reached the final. We're the current holders, and we've won it twice in the last three years. So, respect to the under-18s. Absolutely. And I have to say, I saw most of the game at Tottenham. Couldn't believe we managed to lose 2 Well, I know why we lost 2-0. In particular, we chucked away the um, second goal. Uh, but we were pretty much playing the game in their half. And I was actually quite confident we'd turn around that 2-0 thing um, and then watch the game in the second leg. And we have got some seriously good players in that side. And I cannot, but I will be stunned if a few of these kids don't make it. I know it's four years in a row and we still aren't bringing players through, although we've got a couple hanging around at the moment. Cole, Cole Kit, the, the kid at the well, back. Well, two goals from Charlie Cole That free oh, kick that he took was but he's outrageous. So, he looks so natural. Yeah. And some of the other guys in the side, absolutely superb. And I really hope some of these some of these boys come through. Well, the one player that really caught mine has caught my all season is, is Izzy Brown. Yeah. I think he's a serious player. Scored one yeah. goal on the night, but he's just very, very influential. And the other two goals coming from Dominic Solanke. Still yeah. looks a bit young. I mean, he is yeah, young. Yeah, well, they are, um, yeah. But, you know, they, these boys are going to go on. A couple of them have only just turned 16, haven't they? Yeah. I mean, you know, someone like Jada Silva plays a sort of left fullback. I mean, he was still at school when he was playing for them, still doing his GCSEs. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's amazing stuff. And, I mean, I think a lot of these boys will go on to have careers, whether they have a mature or not, I don't know, but yeah. they will have careers. I mean, but there is some serious oh, talent. Yeah, I mean, Colkit looks so comfortable on the ball, but then, you know, McEachran used to be like that, but yeah. and he's not made it with us, obviously. But yeah, good luck to him. It's uh, interesting when you look at, at the players that are coming through to the first team, you know, are in, the, in and around the squad, like Ake and Loftus Brown. Yeah. Physicality. I mean, they're Loftus big boys. Chief, yeah. I mean, they're big boys. I mean, you, know, you look at Izzy Brown, he's a big lad. Yeah. Colkit isn't. Colkit's a very McEachran like, but I, I agree, he's a class yeah. player. Yeah, we'll see. And Solanke as well. Mourinho was talking about Solanke, saying, "Look, I cannot bring someone like Dominic Solanke in to this kind of intense atmosphere at this stage of the season. I would well, love to, but he's is, a very good yeah, player. He's that is the, right the problem. That yeah. is, that's always been our problem. We can't afford it. We can't afford. So that's why you need a good reserve league. You do. I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree. And, and also, you know, you look at Bamford, how well he's doing. That's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. Well, a lot of our blokes that go out on loan, and particularly to the championship, do really, really well. So they've obviously got a level there. It's the next step up in level, isn't it? It is. And, you know, sometimes those boys do find their level at that level. Yeah. You know, they, they, they never really get a chance, do they? Come on. No, they don't. They, they, it's very hard. That's what I'm saying. They can't because they can't risk them in all these high-pressure games. I honestly think he'll bring Loftus-Cheek through next year. I do. Yeah, well, if he's saying it, I, good, I, I fair think play. he will. Um, you know, and, and who knows? Who knows, Phil? I mean, he says he's going to. Whether he can or not, I don't know. What about Emma's team, though? Well, let's Emma Hayes. How good was Emma last week? Great. Oh, she She's was my brilliant. mate. So they, uh, women's Chelsea ladies. Yeah, yeah. We had the Chelsea ladies manager on last week, Jeff. Oh, uh, did we? Oh, we did. fantastic. Emma I'm Hayes. Sorry, she was that. lovely and fantastic and insightful. Okay. Uh, the women's season started on Sunday with right. an FA, uh, women's FA Cup game. Uh, straight in at the fifth round. They won 6-0 at Watford ladies. Brilliant. Um, fantastic. And uh, the, the young lady that you highlighted last week. Um, Maradi- uh, Maradino. Yes. Scored a hat-trick. I forgot your name right. There you go. Um, Patrick. Yes, you did. Um, good call. For so really good, good st- really good start to the season. They're away at Notts County um, uh, uh, next weekend. So best of luck for the start of the league season. 
One thing I will say about the under 18s, they did lose their uh, league game at Everton on Saturday 2 0. <laughs> so after we picked them up. Uh, yeah, everybody's doing them a favour at the moment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Bill. Um, <laughs> Your other mate. <laughs> so we got a bit, bit Bill of Deep Pockets Kenwright. Bit of an international break coming up. Oh, the weekend. I hate this. I know. Two weeks. So England versus Lithuania. Are you excited? <laughs> can hardly contain my apathy. And I will say, uh, I will say now, there is no podcast next week uh, as a result because we're going to struggle to find something to talk about with um, with no games. So we're going to take a well-earned rest, uh, and you can take a well-earned rest from us, and we'll be back uh, the week after. Who we got next week then? Well, the, the week next after. the next game is Stoke. It's Stoke at home. At home. At home. At home. Yeah. Before QPR oh, are away. Oh, God, corners. We're not very good at defending corners. No, they would have that lanky bloke, wouldn't they? Well, let's have a look at the this. The robot. Crouch. Chelsea fan, Peter Free Crouch. Is he? Big Chelsea fan, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, he is, yeah. His dad wouldn't let him trial for us because his dad's such a massive Chelsea fan. He didn't want him to come to Chelsea and fail. Really? Yeah. I'll buy him now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Stoker lost their last two games against Palace and West Brom, but they've won three out of the last six. Won 12, lost 12, drawn six of their last... League games. Um, they're a sort of middling side. The tenth, forty-two points, comfortably mid-table. Bad haven't manager. Really, haven't realistically got anything to play for. Former Blue as a manager, Mark Hughes. Don't care for him. Don't care for him at Do all. Do you not care for him? No. I thought it was just me. I don't care for him. I, I like to, you know, he's a great player. Yeah. But uh, he's. Not you don't great. care for him as a manager. I just don't care for him generally. Oh, okay, okay. Just, uh, well, as a manager, he's he's perfectly fine, but. It's just always mithering about the ref, and you know he never gives credit, and I just you know sounds like a manager <laughs> to me. Hold on, <laughs> I was <laughs> going to say, careful what you say there about moaning about the ref. But you know, uh, no, but li- listen, Mourinho's got a little bit of a, a twinkle in his eye, and he's got a bit of class about him. Just, yeah. Mark Hughes just seems to lack all sense of class whatsoever, and I never really think of him as an ex-Chelsea player. He never, re- I never. I loved it when he came to us. Well, and he w- and he did a job, but it yeah. was it was a job. Mark Hughes, it? if you ever come on our show, we didn't. Ever say this about <laughs> yeah? I told my Mark Hughes stories before, haven't I? I once did a I once did a, a documentary for Radio Chelsea back in the day, where I went to Milan with the team. You went to that game? What, was it the friendly? The friendly. The oh AC yeah, Milan I went to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we were in the San Siro, and I made a little yeah. documentary for Radio Chelsea as it was there, and I interviewed all the players, most of the players, but it was people like Andy Myers and and uh, Graham Ricks and people like that. And it, one of the sort of stars that had gone over was Mark Hughes. And I, he kept saying, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't give me any time. And I thought, I've got to get Mark Hughes. And I had my little portable uh, um, DAB player. And I, was, I walked up to him. He was in the airport after the game. And he was sitting on his own. And um, I thought, right, now's my chance. And I went and sat next to him. I said, Mark, you've been avoiding me all day. Can we just have like five minute, a five-minute chat? And he went, yeah, all right, no problem. And he put his book down. And I thought, I'll bet he's reading like Bravo 2-0 or something like that. And he was reading Camus, which impressed me. He was reading some existentialist Because uh, he was novel. a goalie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but Deep I, down. But I have to say, that element of him impressed me. But ever since, I've not cared for him. I, th- I thought you were going to say he told you to go and stick it where the sun don't shine. He yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have said that to me. I thought, I thought you were going to say he, he took you down from behind in the queue to get on the plane or something. Hey, steady. Hey, <laughs> We've already got somebody ruminating miles away. Oh, don't. 
So um, we had a massive 2-0 win against Stoke at the Britannia just before Christmas, 22nd of December, didn't we? That was we? a great display. Goals from John Terry and Cesc Fabregas, and we played really well in that game. And as I said, I can't say they've got an awful lot to play for. So apart from pride, obviously, and they want to win. and they want to. We want to win at home for the fans. We've got to, you know. We've got to put a performance in. Yeah, we have, yeah. And we got that, and then we got QPR away. So, you know, for me... Well, that anything can happen over any, there. Well, Go and it then. has done in <laughs> recent yeah. seasons. Well, you, know, you, you know they can't sell all their seats. They're selling their neutral area to our lot. Oh, are they? Yeah, they can't oh. even sell it out, QPR. Blimey. What's the matter with them? But there you go. <laughs> so, Kerry, you, uh, are you confident with the two-week break that we're going to come back all guns blazing? Yeah, I think so. I think it'd be very interesting to see what happens with Costa because um, you did see Mourinho really big up Remy and all this stuff about... I owe him more than any other player. Sometimes you actually owe something to a player and I owe it to Remy, you know, that he should get a run. So I've got a feeling that maybe Costa has got a bit of a knock worse than we think and and he's going to be using Remy a bit more. It's interesting that he's... I think he's realised that Remy's got something about him. He's got that luck he sometimes needs as a striker that scuff that Remy does that gets him goals, you know. If it had hit it cleanly, it would have probably hit the keeper in the head. Who knows, you know. But I, th- I think some strikers have luck. And considering he's probably played all together for about 44 minutes all season and the goals he's got, um, I-, I wouldn't be surprised if we see he's more of him. He's a knack at every club, a, a score, wherever he goes, yeah, he, he scores he's goals. he's definitely a goal scorer. Definitely. Of course, he used to play for QPR. So, you know, there is that kind of going back to your old club element of it, isn't there? Yeah, they always do it to us, don't they? They do. Should we, should we do a prediction for the Stoke game? 2-0. 2-0, OK. 4-0. 4-0? Kerry? Yeah. Way okay. to go, Kerry. Philip? 1-0. Oh. <laughs> oh, Phil. Well, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> got to go that, down that path. A white knuckle. If I said one all... A white like knuckle a, ride. A, you, like, you really feel like saying... <laughs> I'm going 5-0. Cool. 5-0. Stoner Crows. You are the new Mystic Kerry. Who's going to score them? Who's going to score them? Don't know. Costa's getting a hat-trick. He's yeah, not to even going to be playing, trust over, me. Take him over the 20, 20 league. No, he'll play. I think he'll play. You reckon? Oh, okay. This is all a getting out of the Spain it's game. Getting out of Spain, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> no. He wasn't exactly limping off, I was. He gave it a little bit of a rub. He just realised he he's a Brazilian. <laughs> Costa will get a hat-trick. As will get one, and Ivanovic will atone for his poor display with a header from a corner. Yeah, OK. There you go. No, I think, I think now, now there are no excuses. Now we have to turn the afterburners on and just blow the opposition away. Yeah. Well, that's it then. Shall we leave it at that? Can well, we can we just can we just mention the Canaville? Oh, of course, yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to say that if you haven't seen the Paul Canaville uh, documentary that's broadcast on Sky, black and blue, uh, yeah, black and blue, same title as the book. Go and go and try and find it. Find it on some sort of Sky version of the iPlayer, or whatever. Go and see it. It's a very, very moving, very interesting story. Fantastic story, in fact. And uh, one of the producers was, of course, one of our fellow uh, podcasters, One of Rick our Glanville. very own, Rick Glanville. And I think the uh, contributions of Trevor Nelson and Pat Nevin were absolutely fantastic. Yeah, very, very good. And I can echo that. I watched it this afternoon. So, uh, yeah, mm. go and find it. It's very good. Must get Paul on, mustn't we? At some point, well, I, I was thinking that. I think it would be amazing if we could get him on. It'd be yeah. fantastic. Definitely. Good. Enjoy your week off, Phil. What are uh, you going to do? Um, on, on a Monday night now. Yeah. Oh God. Are you? Are you? Watch the, documentaries. Are you? The, are you the bard somewhere at the moment? I'm not barding. I'm. I'm going into a different direction. Are you stripping? 
I was going <laughs> to say, yeah. I'm pole dancing. Yeah, good. Yeah. I'd say, I would say I'd pay to watch that, but I yeah. really wouldn't. Yeah. I really, yeah, really exactly. wouldn't. Well, what's yeah. wrong with my body? <laughs> <laughs> You're an acquired taste, Phil. Uh, let's uh, call it a day. Yeah. Bye. Take care. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.